Sayer. Welcome to Take the Stage, the podcast for speakers on The Speaking Life. We're going to dive into what it means to run a speaker business, how to get booked, how to keep your records, how to create messages that matter and make a difference. I'm Mary Snyder. I'm your host. I'm so excited you're here, and I'm here to help you take the stage. Hey there. I hope you're having a great day. I am so excited about what is happening over here in the Mary R. Snyder Take the Stage Activate space. First of all, there's a quiz coming your way. It's coming soon. Hang tight. I am so excited about it. I cannot wait to share it with y'all. Now, if you want to get early information on that, you need to be on my email list. So that's takethestagepodcast.com. If you click on resources, you can find fun resources there and you can get on the email list. Another thing is Activate is coming back. We finished up the end of June with our very first group of activated speakers now. And I am actually going to have some of them on the show coming up. So I'm so excited about that. But I also want to let you know that if you are on the Activate wait list, there is going to be a special opportunity for you. So if you are interested, even just think you have a flicker of interest in doing the Activate Your Speaking Career course which is an incredible training, even though I feel like awkward saying that, but y'all, it's really good. And it's going to get even better every time we do it. So if you want to get in on a great opportunity and an opportunity only available to those on that list, then I want you to go over to takethestagepodcast.com, click on Activate, And you are going to see right there, get on that wait list because that's who's going to get this bonus that's only available to the wait list. All right, let's dive into today. This is such a fun episode. I have talked about doing this for so long and then finally said, okay, it's let's do something fun. It's hot. It's summer. I don't know about where you live, but where I live, it's like it truly in Alabama this time of year. July, August, and even into September, it truly, you can see the heat because it is so humid. It is like, I always tell people, it's like, okay, it's like walking out of your house into like hot soup. Yes. It's like a constant sauna. And I do not like the heat. It's great for your skin. That moisture is great for your skin, but curly girl, is just frizzy girl this time of year. So, all right, let's dive in. Today, we're talking about how to have a backup plan when things don't go just right. Yes. Now, as a speaker, everything doesn't always go exactly as we plan. And I'm going to share some personal stories of mine and then some stories I've seen happen to other people. So let's start with PowerPoint. Now, PowerPoint can be a great tool for helping you move your message along. If you are someone who likes to have that visual aid to kind of go from point to point to point. Now, I am not a fan of PowerPoint. And let me tell you why. Because typically, it is the words that are coming out of your mouth you have written up on the screen. 
Now, if you want to grab me with your PowerPoint, put some fun like imagery up there. Now, I love a PowerPoint that has some fun or engaging imagery that will make me lean in. I'll never forget when Lisa Bervere had released the, the lioness and she would do this talk about a lioness and she had this image of this beautiful lioness and it would just captivate you. That type of thing holds my attention. But here's where it can go slightly awry. So if you are on the stage, you get to your venue, you've got your PowerPoint presentation, you've got your computer or you have it on a flash drive and you show up and your dongle, they don't have the right one to connect your computer or your flash drive into their system. I have seen this happen and I wish I would, could tell you it only happened once, but I've seen it happen more than once with speakers. And they go to pieces because they don't know how to do their talk. They don't know how to share their message without this crutch. And this is truly what it is. If you don't know how to share your message without a PowerPoint backup plan, If you are a PowerPoint person, if you're going to use a PowerPoint to move your message along, print your PowerPoint out and carry it with you. If it is your crutch, and if it is, I am not judging you, girl, you do what works for you. But if that is the only way you know how to move your message, then print it out. Make sure you have every one of those slides laying in front of you just in case that your system doesn't match their system, if you know what I mean. I'm sure there's some real technical language around that. I'm sure I'm not the person that will be delivering technical language to you because I have stood on the sidelines and watched a speaker go completely to pieces because she honestly did not know her message well enough to deliver it. She got up there and she did okay, but she had depend, she was so dependent on the slides. Now, I firmly believe she didn't need them, but in her mind, it knocked her feet out from under her. So I want you to be completely prepared. Now, let me tell you another one. I also have seen the thing I call the bad prop. I was This is not me. The next two are me, I promise. The next two are bad and they are me. They are the worst of all the when bad things happen. I was sitting in an event and I was watching a woman and she was doing a talk about how much time we spend. And I wish I could remember more of it. The only thing I remember is she had this beautiful, large, clear vase. And I bet that thing was a good two feet tall. And I have a feeling she had done this imagery prop before, but with something much, much smaller. So she begins to put pebbles in and she's talking about what takes up our time. And then she starts putting in rocks and she keeps putting in rocks and she keeps in rocks and she's run out of conversation, the message before she has finished. So her illustration is not matching. The point was she was supposed to put all the rocks in there. And then you would see that there wasn't enough room for the water and the water was Jesus in our life. 
and that if we fill up our life with the rocks, we don't have time for Jesus. I think that was the analogy. All I remember is that there toward the end, she was slam dunking. I mean, not slam dunking because, you know, it was rocks and it was a big, thick glass face, but she was just throwing them in there. Just boom, 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 boom. And I got so tickled and it wasn't, it wasn't the funny part of that illustration. That was not supposed to be the funny part. But me and my girlfriend got so tickled, we had to leave. We had to step out for a minute to gather ourselves. So backup plan for using props, practice. And practice with the prop you're going to use. If I had to guess, I'm thinking she asked them for a clear vase, you know, a cylinder vase. And when she got there, she realized they had given her, you know, a cylinder vase that would be used in like, you know, a giant's house. So bless her heart, she did the best she could and she managed, but it was evident she had never used that prop in that way. Backup plan is always to know your props. Now, let me tell you what happens if you make a misstep and fall off the stage. Yes, yes, yes. Well, first of all, let me explain to you (laughs) how this happened. Lights are very, very bright sometimes, and they will truly blind you. And I was just getting comfortable with wearing the bifocals, you know, that don't have the lines in them. And so I was really trying to figure out exactly where to look, where I could see my notes, I could see my feet. So I was trying to understand the, the depth of perception, I think the field, whatever, something about the vision, okay? And I am standing at the edge of the stage and I take a step that I think is still on the stage and I step completely off and fall. Now, the great thing was it was only about a foot. I didn't actually fall all the way down. I was able to kind of catch myself because it wasn't a huge stage. But oh my word, if it had been, I would have fallen flat on my face. So I did fall off the stage. I gathered myself up you know, and kind of stumbled and fumbled and made it, and of course made a great joke about it, how the Lord is humbling me with my fancy new glasses and the fact that I could not see and to walk. But here's what I learned. I always walk the stage wearing the glasses I'm going to wear with the lights on. If at all possible, I ask them, can you give me the lights I'm going to have? So I can get comfortable with where I'm standing. And I also have learned to mark. Now, you may not have the luxury of doing this, but I like to put an X where I'm going to stop. Just one. I don't need them all over the place. But just if I have one to know this is as far as you want to go before you hit the danger zone. Because I typically do a lot of walking. I do a lot of leaning over and talking to the audience if I'm on a platform. So I want to be able to do that comfortably and not fall off. Plan on that. Always know your stage. Always understand your limitations, particularly if you're wearing new glasses that have a bifocal in them. Isn't getting old fun. The next one is also something that happened to me. Well, there's two things I'm going to tell you. One is know what your outfit looks like in lights. This did not happen to me. But somebody mentioned this on the Instagram post I recently posted that she learned the hard way that her dress was not exactly opaque 
under the lights. Yes, lights are different, particularly if you're, because you're going to have lights coming from the front and sometimes from the back. So you need to know if what you're wearing is see-through. And so you do all the light testing you need to do and make sure that no one will see more than you had intended for them to see. And again, you can test that. I always have a backup outfit with me when I speak. Always have a second. And it's one that I have worn before and I know is a tried and true. Now, what I'm going to tell you is that I walked into a stage and the stage was very high up. It was actually, it was the weirdest setup. It was in an auditorium and the stage had to be a good eight foot high. So, I mean, it was really high and I'm way up high and all these people are sitting down below me. And it's like a gymnasium. Well, it was a gymnasium. So not only am I way up high, everyone's way down low and I'm wearing a dress. So they are looking up at me and it's not a fitted dress. It's a flouncy dress. Now, I wasn't sure that they could see up my dress, but I wasn't sure that they couldn't. So I made the quick decision to do my entire talk because I didn't have a backup outfit, this was early days, did my entire message sitting at the edge of the stage and even asked if it would be better if I did it at the floor. And the event planner said, well, we just feel like we wouldn't be able to see you. And I told her, I said, well, I'm wearing a dress and I didn't think somebody could see up my dress. So if it's okay with you, I'm going to sit right here. And she was fine with it. It's not my favorite way to present. It's not my favorite way to give a message because I love to walk around. I love to engage. So I just did a lot of spinning on my fanny back and forth, talking to all the women and even shared the story of why I was sitting and got a good laugh. And they were like, it's okay. We don't care. But you know what? It mattered. So backup plan is just be flexible. As a speaker, you're going to run into some of the craziest scenarios. You're going to find yourself speaking in classrooms or a little off the way, almost like one place I spoke in, I really think it was a glorified closet. I mean, there were 10, 12 people in this little breakout room, but we were huddled up, but we made it work. And like I said, I've spoken um, in auditoriums and in, I mean, in basketball courts. So be flexible, always be ready with a backup plan. And if all possible, carry a second outfit, even if it's just a simple pair of pants and a simple top that maybe not your favorite thing, but you know will do you right. You never know what's going to happen out there when you're speaking. Thank you so much for joining me today for this little silly and kind of fun episode. But you know what? It is all about flexibility. And being a speaker means being flexible and doing what you need to do to get your message out to the women who are waiting and who need it. I hope you have a great day. And again, don't forget, sign up for the email list. Bye for now. Thank you for spending your time with me today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, you will find links in the show notes, and those can be found wherever you're listening to this or at takethestagepodcast.com. 
I'm Mary R. Snyder, and as always, I am here to help you craft a message that matters and take that message to the stage. Until next week, have a good one.